Hi, this is Regeline Sabah, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Grayley Taylor III. Grady Taylor III is an author, motivational speaker, founder, and creator of The Grady Taylor Show and owner of DJ Grady Baby Radio. Welcome to the show, Grady. Thank you. It's an honor and a blessing to be here. You're welcome. It's an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you are from? Well, let me do it like this. Um, Grady, I was born in Grady Hospital. Uh, we lived across from Grady Home Housing Projects, and I attended Grady High School. Um, growing up in Atlanta, I got the name Grady Grady, known for eating people's lunches and stuff like that. You know, just eating everything. Um, <laughs> um, wow, that's... Uh, I started out, uh, I used to be a stand-up comedian, and uh, I fell in love. Um, I, I went to a music studio to record a comedy CD to, to you know, sell CDs after I do my stand-up comedy. And um, I fell in love with the studio and how the guy was mixing the songs and how he was arranging music and stuff like that. So I asked him to teach me, and then I ended up working as an engineer there. Then I ended up, you know, and I always wanted to have a talk show, so I ended up doing my first talk show podcast. Now, this is 03, so I was kind of way ahead of my time at the studio and I was like, man, I have something. And then I was picked up by 100radio.com, RTKZ, um, to do voiceovers. I was doing impersonations because it was part of my comedy skit. So fast forward to um, after, you know, I left RTKZ Radio, I wanted to get my own platform, my own, you know, show. So I ended up creating a Blogspot account, setting up the Blogspot, um, got with my friend, my co-host G. Clark. Um, uh, at the time it was J um, G. Clark, um, Jonathan Hickman, uh, uh, was that Petrina and my sister Colette, and we all started our podcast over a cell phone. We use um, I can use the name now because free conference line. So we was all on a cell phone in the same room using the phone as a podcast, and it was getting major traction and stuff like that. So eventually, um, the the company that we was using to streamline our show, they had sold the company, so we lost a lot of our material. So we had to you know figure out another way. How can we broadcast and keep our uh, content? So uh purchase a recorder, start recording over the phone. I ended up moving. Got, I got married and moved from Atlanta to Brunswick, Georgia, and uh, everybody else was still in Atlanta. So we still broadcast over the phone and we had been doing it for a while. And then, you know, everybody started going their different ways and stuff. So G Clark, he, he stayed with me the longest, stayed with me to this day and um, ended up PCS. My wife was in military. So we had the PCS to San Angelo, Texas. So we moved out there and we continued to do um, shows. In fact, we picked up Shamika in Brunswick, Georgia, and she moved. Um, she moved to Texas first, San Antonio, Texas, which she's in now. And and me and my wife ended up going to uh, Goodfellow Air Force Base in San Angelo, Texas. And we continued the three broadcasting on three different time zones. And consistently, like now, we're um, still doing it live on uh, DJGradyBaby.com. And uh, we have multiple. I produce five shows, like the uh, Tisa Beatty show, The One After Dark. Uh, I had Stony Montana and the Kisser. Uh, just you know, we just produced a lot. Of, I've created a lot of platforms for um, a lot of people to to have content on the, the platform of DJ Grady Baby, and um, and it's it's so blessed. And now we are in on the brink of you know I'm about to break some news. I was going to break it on my station, but now we we've been we're going to be able to be syndicated the Grady Taylor Show. We're going to be syndicated with another station. And um, I'm going to be competing with, I don't know, Lord, competing with the likes of Steve Harvey and um, Ricky Smiley. We're going, yeah, it's going to be syndicated. So I am so happy um, and so grateful for my team. Also, a producer, um, co-host with the Wanda D. Hollis show, too, as well. Shout out to Wanda D. Hollis. Um, 
my partner and our marketing partner. Um, man, it, God is just has, he has lined up so much. And the thing that I, I just lo- love about, it, and I'm just so happy to have a great team, you know, G Clark, uh, Petrina, uh, Shamika Moore, everybody has just been sticking, you know, hanging with me. Southwest Shawty, we got, um, matter of fact, working on something for the Atlanta area for the, um, the two AT aliens. We just got to put these, you know, because I, I believe in affirmation, speaking things into existence because we, we're right. We're right there uh, with the uh, two AT aliens. So definitely um, we're creating a bunch of platforms for a lot of people. And uh, my main vision, my first vision was to have comedians to have their own show on the platforms. But, um, you know, comedians in their time slot, it was kind of hard to get them. And but it, it, I mean, just with the um, the radio station and also working in the record label, it helped me a lot uh, as far as with the engineering, the sound, you know, getting the quality of the sound and and, and being in the music, being affiliated with different um, artists and stuff. And because I do music consulting as well. And um, it's just that's just a nutshell, just with the the radio business side. So yeah, we, we matter of fact, oh, let me mention the radio station. We're, we're actually in thirty eight countries, and um, we're in thirty eight countries, and we'll be having. A, I'm working on developing a new um, iPhone app because I know I have the Android is already there. There, so in the process, I had to get the uh, specs to Apple's liking because they have to make the final approval. So hopefully Apple will approve our app, our designs and stuff like that, that we can put it out. And uh, I'm so grateful and honored and just for God uh, blessing me and my family with the opportunity to be able to share uh, the gift that we have. I love it. Congratulations, Grady. Hmm? I didn't hear you. Say it again. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, Inga and Andrea have joined us. They're listening in. Hello, ladies. Thank you for doing (laughs) <laughs> now, tell us more about your do what you have to do so you can do what you want to do principle. Um, I, I learned that from Denzel Washington. I watch a lot of, um, you know, celebrities speak at graduations. Um, Denzel, this, that one particular saying is stuck with me. My mom used to always tell me because um, I, when I, I wanted to go outside and play after school and mom like, do, do your homework so you can go out and play. I'm like, OK process to do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do so and i heard denzel washington say that that triggered that triggered me back to my childhood and so i i took that mythology and i add that to everything that i do you know um i gotta study this software i gotta study i gotta research i have to study the guests who i'm I'm gonna interview you know because i wanna i wanna have a, a great show so i did what i have to do in order for this to be a great show uh so a lot of times you have to sacrifice and i learned that uh, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you know. I'm a video game head, and a lot of times, you know, video games can be distracting. And I'm, I'm gonna say, um, on cold turkey, I haven't played my video game in four months now. So, <laughs> um, but but I had to sacrifice that in order to make this dream happen with the radio station to get, you know, um, these uh, these shows I'm producing and being on these different platforms and stuff. So, you know, I'm doing what I have to do. So I'm sacrificing the game so I can do what I want to do, is which is radio. You know, um, you know what I want. What I, what I want to do is play video games. But what I got to do is do the radio. I'm sorry, I said it. I don't, I'm so nervous being on this global platform. <laughs> but um, I have great mentors. One of my mentors, Victor Chapman. Uh, we always um, pep talk each other. You know, because you have to surround yourself with people. And uh, one thing that I, I learned that I have to do is surround myself with um, um, great leaders and the motivational people. And we motivate each other and um, inspire each other. But um, that, that do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. One thing that you always got to do, and I hope people uh, adapt that into your 
into your mythology, into your um, process, uh, and put that on your list of things to do. Do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. What you got to do is surround yourself that people, uh, like Will Smith said, fan your fl- uh, fan your flame, you know, because you want people to breathe into you, breathe that air into your flame, because flame can't go without oxygen, you know, and um, and that's what you need. I love it. Now, tell us more about your company, Taylor Insurgents Group, LLC. Taylor Insurgents Group. Uh, we are a veteran-owned business minority. My wife is the CEO. I'm the COO. We uh, procure government contracts. Um, we do uh, supplies, services, and good for um, schools. Uh, was it schools and pr- food for prisons, and also ammunition and stuff like that for law enforcement? You know, we pr- procure those contracts and bid on them. And um, we, we, first, we bid and procure the contract, and uh, and we also um, provide. We look for homes for vets, and uh, we, this is our actually first year in business. We started in um, was that February the sixteenth of this year. So it was a, it's something. It's a new company, and we're growing, and uh, we, we're definitely going to add some new um, divisions on to the um, the um, Taylor Surgeons Group. Um, actually. We're gonna start doing our media. We just purchased um, a a media channel, so hopefully we could uh, create a platform where we can advertise for uh, small businesses, uh, realtor realtor companies, and to just show people how to you know build philanthropists and give back to the community, be a service. You know, there's nothing wrong with being a service and and sh- and showing and teaching people through um, the media platform that you have. Absolutely amazing. I love it. Now, our fellow leader from World Woman Conference and Awards, Amber Lyons, says, congratulations, Grady Taylor, for sharing your story and your amazing business. Thank you for listening in. Thank you, Amber. Thank you. <laughs> yes. So, yeah, um, we are, like I said, we're a growing company, and it's something new. And this one thing I have learned through this um, pandemic, it's, it's just a redirection. It's actually, it's, it's it's been bittersweet for me because I lost my mother in February, but um, but everything like I just cons- my mom just said don't stop before she passed. She always say don't baby don't stop. Just keep going. I'm proud of you, and that right there it, it it stayed with me. Just hearing my mom say I'm proud of you. So I'm doing this in honor of of her. You know, starting these new businesses. And can I can I backtrack a little bit? Of course. I want to go back to um back in '07. I think when I right when I. I think it was before I started the Grady Taylor show. I think no, that's not, no. Well, yeah, the Grady Taylor, the new show. My um, my adopted father, Grady Taylor Jr. He died, and um, I was like, man, he had, you know, he raised me, you know, and taught me a lot, a lot of things. And I was like, when he passed, it it really hurt that bad, you know, because he was all I knew, you know, because he gave me the tools that I have. And uh, I was like, man, I want the world to know his name, Grady Taylor. So that's when I started doing you know, the comedy, you know, getting my name out, Grady Taylor, Grady Taylor. Then, and then people were like, man, don't you call yourself DJ Grady Baby? Because I, you know, I played around with music. I always had music and stuff. So DJ Grady Baby stuck. Shout out to DJ Scissor. He gave me that name. He gave me with that name. So, um, and I just went on, you know, with the the, the Grady Baby um, mantra to, to keep going in honor of him. So then I created the Taylor Insurgents Group and these new platforms in honor of my mother. So, um, you know, this is all about, you know, creating multiple income for your family, streams of income for your family, and um, just keep the name. I'm doing it for, I'm doing it for them. And that's my motivation. That is very inspiring and uplifting. Thank you for sharing that with us, Grady. Now, Lakeisha James says, hi, Regaline and Grady. 
Thank you, Alicia. Thank you for listening in. And Inga says to you, Grady, wish you success. Grady Taylor. I love it. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Now, Grady, tell us more about your book, Waking Up Winning, Volume 2. Without, you know, I co-wrote a chapter uh, in the book. And in this talk, and it talks about the story. Uh, My microphone came out. Headset came out. All right. Um, It talks a little bit about the story I just shared about. The, in the beginnings of, uh, well, from my, my injury, my losing my vision. So I started talking about that. Uh, don't let your disabilities um, affect your possibilities. And it just talked about being motivated, self, you know, self-motivation. Uh, don't look for nobody to help you. You have to do it yourself, you know. Um, and then just talk about the, in the beginning of the show, how we became on the different things that we did. And um, the first time, and I left this off in the in the um, beginning of the um when you asked me about the radio station, uh, the first time I launched a f- official radio station, we within that first 30 days of registering the station, we had 34 million listeners. And um, and it blew me away. I got I didn't even know it till the company had called me. He said, Grady, we never had anybody to um, to rise that fast on there. And TuneIn had picked me up. I didn't know TuneIn had you know picked up the station. So we are, we are ranked up there with ESPN and um, what is the other company, CNN. We're like, I'm looking at the chart. I'm like, wow, we right in between those two companies. And uh, only thing I was doing is doing jokes. Me and Comedian Juicy, my friend Comedian Juicy, we was cr- like cracking jokes and playing music. And then me and G. Clark, we had our battles of the music. We got to get back to doing that. We had our um, battles of collaboration songs and just different little things that we was doing. And um, just to be picked up 38 different countries. And then the thing, what happened was the station had, that thing they had some technical issue because we was, we was doing a third party um, stream that their system went down. So when, once the system went down, we lost a lot of listeners and the, um, the company deactivated the account because you have to have a 24 hour live sound. And uh, so I had to start over again. So we're, had to start over a lot of times when things happen never get discouraged and i talk about this in the book never get discouraged just reinvent yourself you know how to do it do it again you know just like you have a car right you stop driving a car for a while for a year or two and you start back driving you've done it before so it's nothing new you know success is is control failure you know and you just keep doing it if you do if you fail that's okay remember note it keep going don't stop you know but the book is about um, perseverance and being consistent. That's what the, the whole chapter of the book is about. I love it. Now, Grady, tell us more about the major challenge you had to overcome in your life, such as domestic violence. Wow. The, I guess uh, it, it was a challenge, but it wasn't really a challenge because I always been, my mom always taught me to control my feelings and my thought process whenever I catch myself feeling bad about a situation like at the time i lost my vision due to a domestic violence incident i i felt bad Uh, i couldn't drive so what i did i I isolated myself at first i didn't seek counseling so i I kind of self-counseled if that makes sense um my my biggest thing was driving because I was a security. I was doing security at the time, and it requires me to drive to these different posts, and I would have to drive around and do whatever, whatever. And I had to have a cataract surgery to replace the lens on my eye, and that, and then the altercation in the process of healing 
um, detached the retina in my eye. So that was my dominant eye. And so I had to adjust to that. And it took like it took like six months to a year for me to 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 be comfortable with myself because um, my self-esteem was down. I couldn't like, you know, I couldn't drive. I, I felt comfortable talking with people, you know, because when you're facing people, you don't have no vision on this left side. So you have to kind of turn your head. You know, you have to adjust your whole body where you you know how you look at people, how you communicate with people. And, and it was it was it was. It was tough because people would tease me about my vision, my eyes, and stuff like that. So now I, I, I just take it and make jokes of myself, and 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 I just kind of reprogram my thinking. Like hey, you'd have the issue, I don't have the issue. I'm comfortable with myself. So, so I, I just change my um thought, my thought process and how I view people, how I receive things from people, and I just overcome it. And a lot of things I just blocked out, and I just moved on. It happened. Um, I was in a domestic sister a violence a violent situation. Um. I brought, I know, I, I always say I brought it on myself because everything's a cause and effect. But I accept the responsibility and I move on, you know, and I don't look back. And the thing is, when you, if you look back, you'll go back. So I try not to focus on that, and I, I set attainable goals, short-term goals, and and I just go. I focus on going after them. And I have no time to like focus on the hurt or the pain. You know what happened? That's right. Yeah. You're truly a warrior, Grady. I'll tell you that much. And thank, thank you. you. <laughs> on our global virtual panel of domestic violence survivors, as well as the sexual assault uh, survivors panel. Yeah. Now yes. for the audience that's listening, what's your best piece of advice for overcoming sexual assault that you would give them today? Um, as, a, uh, as a minor, as a youth, um, go to an adult and tell them. Um, a lot of times they may not believe you, but you have to tell them and get that out your system and free yourself and try not to harbor that hurt or pain because if you realize that person has moved on, they're not, uh, some may not be, some may not feel guilty, but don't har harbor that pain because it can hurt your heart. It, it, it just can affect your body. So, so many different ways. Um, just holding on to hurt, hurt people, hurt people, you know, and, and, and it causes you to be paranoid. So the thing is just be cautious, be wise, you know, um, recognize the situation and not allow yourself to be in that situation. Just be aware. Um, well, and I say, okay, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> I want you to be cautious of what's going on. Be aware of, 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 of certain situations, but don't try to predict, okay, predict a trigger, you know, uh, oh, this person said this, oh, this, this may lead to this. Don't do that. Just, just focus on yourself. Focus on the positive thing. Try not to look for the negative first. Um, be aware of the negative thing, but just focus on the positive and that that will help you get through if you can find a good counselor to help you the event because then getting talking because being on your panel it, it took me back to that place just by talking about it and it kind of um you know disturbed my spirit a little bit but i had to think i like i made it through you know so i i made it through and it doesn't hurt anymore but i hope this story can share hurt share somebody from hurt just just work on you know, talk about it, getting it out your system. And I'm going to use an analogy. I'm trying to be, I'm trying not to be funny, but I can't help it. It's in me. Look at this, any assault, or anything that has hurt or happened to you, just look at like, you're holding on to it. Just consider it's like bad gas. Okay. And it happened what, 20 years ago. So let's say you haven't passed gas in 20 years. You just holding this in. No, better out the end. Just let it out. Go to the gym, work out, lift weights, do some boxing or something. Just let it out. Don't hold that stuff in you because you're hurting yourself. 
That's right. Grady, very funny. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now, was there a time in your life journey where you experienced an aha moment, Grady? Oh, I have aha moments every day. I have them every day. Um, I think my last aha moment was um, last was Friday, and uh, it was a confirmation with um, a meeting. A meeting I was in. I was meeting with a guy about the radio thing. And um, prior to that, my mentor, the chat said, man, you got to change your name to your station. You're great, baby. You're, you're local. You're a global. You're, you know, you have a global station, but you have a local name. And so and he said this like, what, two years ago. So I, I kind of stuck with it then. And, and that confirmation in that meeting, the guy like, man, you have a great show. We saw your show and everything. We want to do a syndication. We want to have your your show on my station uh, the more I want to offer you a morning show, but you have to change your name. And um, that was that aha moment. Okay, this confirmation. Aha. So, okay, I'm, I changed my name and everything. So now we're at the brink of of something new. So, so I want to also say this. People, don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to take a chance to, uh, and, and, and to invest in yourself. Sometimes it, it costs for you to change. And ladies, I know sure ladies do this too. Ladies, sometimes you'll cut your hair for a new hairstyle. You'll change your look. For a new outfit, you know. Um, so if you if you if you're not afraid to change your look, don't be afraid to change your your methods, your 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 um your business plans. So, because sometimes you, it causes a, a redirection. And I always tell people this, and I, and I know some people that I say this, they may not understand. It. Everybody asks, how do you how do you do all these things? I just float on the lazy river of life. Wherever the river carries me, that's where I go. I, I don't try to tread or do anything. I just go with the flow. And sometimes we have to go with the flow. As long as you know and you feel in your spirit that this is the right thing, just go with it. You know, process it and go with it. Don't fight it. Because sometimes you you might have something that you have planned and you get, you know, get doors closed. Don't look at uh, the doors closed as a no. No, it's a redirection. Just look at it as a redirection. Figure it out what you got to do. You know, do what you got to do so you can do what you want to do. The thing is study, research, prepare, and plan. I can't say how Killer Mike said you got to strategize, mobilize, or something like that, you know. <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, you have to just be about your be about your business. You have to study. And, oh, oh, I got to say this, too. And it's and another thing, an aha moment that I had as a kid um, growing up in the projects. I, I hung out with older guys. And one day, the older guys were sitting there talking, and they was talking about uh, Michael Jordan. It was like 88. Oh, Michael Jordan is the highest paid player. And I just read the ESPN article in the library at school. So I told the guy, no, Michael Jordan is not the uh, highest paid uh, basketball player. So so the guy, like, he argued me down. Yes, I said, well, bet. He, he was 27. I was like 15. So he was like, he was like bet. I said, okay. Well, I said, I bet you 50 bucks. So he was like, bet, okay, 50 bucks. I said, Friday, you come here and uh I have my 50 bucks and you just have you have my money. I will um I will bring something to show you that Michael Jordan is have the proof. So I went to school that next day, Friday morning, went to the library and print out a copy of that that paid that list and it showed hot rod John Williams, the highest paid basketball player in the NBA at that at that time. So when he came back that Friday. I, I I pulled out that and I said, show your money. So he showed me his money, put the money down. I pulled out that article and showed it to him and I took the money. I said, what? I can make money off of knowledge? So that that was an aha moment that I, like, I can get paid for for reading and knowing stuff. So, and and 
that's why I always research and study stuff. Like when people always come to me with stuff, great. Uh, how do I collect my royalties from songs or how I do this? I don't research it, you know, and I can tell them, you know, but yeah. Very knowledge. Thank yeah. you for sharing that with us, Grady. Now tell us more about what gives you happiness in your life. Uh, being a service to other people, making people laugh, you know, when people have problems to get them to talk to them, to get them out of their, their state. Cause um, I worked at, um, and I like, this is another aha moment. Uh, I worked at a at a crisis center here in Atlanta, in Atlanta, back in two thousand and well, two thousand and one to two thousand and three, uh, and a lot of people come in with um, depression and stuff like that. And they had a ping pong table, and I worked as a uh, security guard, and I, and I loved I loved that place because they let me play you know play ping pong with the patients and stuff. And I would do impersonations, I, and Muhammad Ali was my one of the greatest of all time. And I saw how the people that was quiet in the in the depression, and they all was laughing. They was laughing, and they was all cheerful. All just because I was making them laugh because I was acting like Muhammad Ali while playing the game. I was I was doing two personations at the same time. I was Howard Cosell and Muhammad Ali. <laughs> and um, but laughter and laughter was was that that driving force that I knew I can make an impact with people and change people's lives and help them, you know, with that whatever. Because laughter it heals all things. L- laughter and love go hand to hand. Because people love to laugh. You know, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked on the question. What was the question again? Your happiness. But I love what you mentioned there, how laughter truly matters. It's very mm-hmm. important to laugh. <laughs> it is. It is. And um, that's why I based the station and everything around laughter. Laughter. Um, my first slogan was, um, what was that? Uh, RTKZ Radio. Um, DJ Grady. Uh, was it? Crazy Grady Radio, uh, where you be enlightened, informed, and thoroughly entertained. And that's what it's about. We, I, I entertain them with... I give them information with a dose of laughter and our new slogan. Uh, well, I got to change our slogan again. <laughs> it's always, and also too, don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. You know, um, we have, what was that? Um, I forgot. We said uh, laughter and love with great conversation. That was uh, for the Grady baby um, platform, you know? And, um, and cause when people laugh, they retains more and something that, and you know, just, I, I want to say something that resonate with with them, they retain it, you know. So I try to keep it K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> I try that method with um anything that we, that I do. That I we love do. it. I love it. Very powerful. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? My best advice is don't worry about nothing. Um, with your dreams and goals and prayers. Be, um, be like a child, like just go and walk with faith. Like as a child, you growing up, hey, mom, can I have this candy? You had faith that you was going to get that candy from your parents. They're going to provide for you. So you got to have that faith that that the, the, the creator, whoever you serve, will provide for you. And don't be afraid to dream and write your visions down. And, and I don't want to preach to them, but I have to. I got preach, to. Grady, preach. Write the Okay, the book of Habakkuk, chapter two, said, write your vision down and make it plain. It shall not tarry, it shall surely come. And uh, I'm going to paraphrase this. I'm going <laughs> to paraphrase this last part here. The, the Bible said he will run somebody to read it. That means anybody can read read it and speak it to life because life and death in the power of the tongue. So if you uh, surround yourself with people, and especially children, and this is what happened even before I even started um getting equipment for the DJ and the podcast. What I did was when I was dating my wife, um, 
Actually, I think we was married. And we was married at the time. So I would catch, I was living in Atlanta. She was living in Brunswick because she was stationed at Fort Stewart. So we had two residents. So on weekends, either she'll drive up or I'll catch the Greyhound down, you know, down to visit her. So while I'm doing the Greyhound driving, you know, going down there, I had a notepad and I was write down everything like, oh, I need a microphone, need cables, this and this. So I have a book. So I'm writing the, the, what I needed down and the price right next to it. And you and I had it on the coffee table and my niece, Ciara, she read it. And um, and she when she read it, it didn't click till like a year later. I I got everything that was on that list. You know, don't be afraid to write your stuff down. Write it, just write it down. I promise you, if you write it down and you read it out loud every day, you speak in life to that what you desire, and and it, it works every day, every day. Even with the radio station, I like man, I want to go stay. I want to go send. I want to be syndicated. I want a radio show. Got it. Boom. Oh, I want a hoodie. I want this. Got it. And I mean. You have not because you ask not. So don't be afraid to ask. And, I, and I'm still learning that because uh, I have partners and stuff and I got to learn to ask them for help because I'm so used to doing solo. So y'all charge it to my head and not my heart because I'm so used to, you know, um, um, doing things myself. So I now have to learn to rely on my team and rely on my partners. So a lot of times people don't be afraid to set responsibility. If you're wrong, I'm wrong. If you're wrong, admit you're wrong and move on. You know, and a lot of times I'm wrong and I do things without thinking. And I'm, I'm human. I'm not perfect, but we can practice, practice at being perfect. Like a police, uh, like the doctor practice medicine, lawyers practice law. I practice life and living and loving people. And that's what I practice. So I want you to do the same thing. <laughs> Amen. It's all about progression, not perfection. I love yes. it. Now, Grady, you mentioned God. Tell us more about how important your relationship with God is to you. You know, in Atlanta, Georgia, it, we're in the South. You know, we church was religious. I grew up. My my grandfather was a uh, minister, um, Reverend Pastor Edward Hall. Uh, my uncles were minister. My stepdad ended up becoming a minister. So you know, I spent a lot of time in church. So I know God first name. I think I I, I think I know his nickname. I, I think I heard it before, but <laughs> we spent. You know, we was in Sunday school, Bible school, when um, teachers Bible study, teachers meeting, so choir rehearsal. We we we. <sighs> I know God. I sung in three recording choirs. Um, sung in, matter of fact, at one time, I sung in three choirs at three different churches in one year. Um, so, and actually, as an adult, I became a Sunday. I was a Sunday school teacher. Kind of like I was pushed into the role because they didn't have a Sunday school teacher, but it actually helped me to um, be more knowledgeable of the word. Um, I, I mean, God, we have a good connect, a good, a great, um, a great um, communication thing. It's kind of weird. Um, I was telling my, I was telling somebody, not on the radio show, I was just talking to somebody personally how I talk to God. I said, you have to talk to God like a friend, you know, and, you know, with my vision that my doctors always say, you shouldn't be driving. You shouldn't be driving. But I have no problem. I can see because I have I can see better with my one eye driving than people have two. You know what I mean? Because it's like you have a telescope. You know, that's why they have one lens on the telescope. You never seen a telescope with two lenses uh, <laughs> unless they have them stacked on top of each other. But um, I always say this prayer with God. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is my driving prayer. And the thing about it, I don't even say this prayer no more, but I said it so much back when I first lost my vision, I was trying to, to drive again. I would say, um, God, I haven't said it so long. I said, Lord, I said, watch over me as I drive up and down this highway. Protect me and keep me from causing hurt, harm, or dangers to other peoples and other to others, you know, <laughs> in Jesus' name. <laughs> but yeah, that was my prayer to prevent me from causing accidents, you know. Due to my disabilities, Lord, I know you got me because a lot of times God look out the fools and babies, and sometimes I'm both. So, <laughs> <laughs> very powerful. 
Grady, thank you so much for being a guest on the Walk With Me podcast. Thank you for having me. This is a, one of the easiest interviews I had. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Now, where can the audience find you? Uh, you can find me definitely. I'm on um, uh, DJ Grady Baby Radio on Facebook, Grady Taylor on Facebook. Uh, uh, was at djgradybaby.com. That's the website. And um, uh, the Taylor Surgeons Group, you know, you guys can find me on there. And, and can I give my email address? Of course. Uh, um, oh, I have so many. DJ Grady Baby Radio at gmail.com or, or Crazy Grady Radio at gmail.com. Those are two they can catch me on. Yes. I love it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Grady at TaylorInsurgentsGroup.com. And Taylor, yes. Grady, thank you again so much thank for being you. a guest on Welcome Me podcast. You have a blessed thank day. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. Thank you so much.